What would happen if you made a movie that took the thing under the skin, Arrival, The Ruins, Stalker, 2001, Aliens, perhaps Lawnmower Man, broke it down to its component parts, and then fertilized it with the thinny from the Dark Tower. From the Dark Tower. And then massaged <laughs> it in, so and then massaged in the color out of space. Just And just like like as a... A, a patina. As a fine sheen. A yes, patina, a yeah. Patina. That's a, a, shimmer. a shimmer. I don't know. if what you would, will. What, what would you get if you did all that, Leela? I, I don't I, know, I but I saw it. Three ninjas kick back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no. we saw Annihilation. Really, I saw yeah. Annihilation. I don't know what I, this was, but... Um. Yeah, <laughs> no, that you was were actually a, you a were pretty good plot. For... Yeah, Woo! yeah, that was good. I didn't think about that. I guess we don't really have to talk yeah. about it. And then Poe Dameron <laughs> said to Kylo Ren, "I was married to your grandma." And scene. <laughs> <laughs> that was what was taking. So that was your takeaway. No, <laughs> you had a family tree. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Annihilation loved it. Okay, so just, we just, we just, just we, there's a few it. things we have to say right now. Ira yes. just got back from it, so his just mind is currently blown. Yeah, I'm all the way open. Yeah, um, I I saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. When did you see it, Jeff? I saw it yesterday as well. Okay, so we've had a little bit of time to uh, to marinate on this a little, and um, mm-hmm. I'm so, definitely. Yeah. I feel like to properly, uh, you know, get into it, I'd have to see it again. But uh, since we don't have time, I'm going to go with uh, the, the ramblings I wrote down on the notebook paper before I, uh, as I was re- still reeling from the movie. I did the same thing <laughs> because I. There's went, a huh. Sorry. Crazy person notes. Yeah. yeah, which is just just a lot going. You could probably break it up into a couple sections, even like of what. <laughs> Because the movie kind of like downshifts and goes into a completely it's different like realm. Six different movies. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So let's before we say anything, let's say that this is a new movie. It's only going to be in theaters for a little bit, and then it's going to hit Netflix on March thirteenth. In perhaps the worst decision by a studio ever. Um, that's happening. That's happening. So they're not going to. They're not releasing it internationally. They sold the international rights to Netflix because they didn't oh, think that. What? They didn't think that we, as uh, human people, were smart enough uh-huh. to understand and appreciate this movie. Duh, I was it, smart it enough. It's doing so hot in theaters right now. It's not, because <laughs> yeah, they put it up against Black Panther. Us. They're just trying to get rid right. of it at this point. Much like UHF coming out at the same time as... Uh, as Batman. Raiders, Batman, Raiders, Robocop, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. everything else. So we're going to talk This would be truly... This movie UHF. is truly the, the uh, UHF of its time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the closest comparison I can think of. That's going on uh, the box art. That was yeah. my first note, quote, actually. <laughs> was Twinkie Wiener Sandwich. Yep. Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't, I was going to go see it, but then I was like, mm, Black Panther, and I ran into the theater. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So it is important to say that this is a new movie, and... Mm-hmm. Spoiler, 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 spoil. spoiler, spoilers, 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 spoilers. But it doesn't. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. Kind of, you know, because 
you honestly you could read a book about it and you could like read a bunch of papers about it go into the movie and still be like i'm very confused but right. still entertained so right because it, cause it doesn't matter <laughs> and it's by the it's alex garland same writer director as 28 days later and the most awesomest ex machina uh, and yeah. uh i don't know if you ever read the tesseract um oh he also wrote the beach um, oh. which was a shitty yeah. movie. It had oh, some cool yeah. scenes, arguably, yeah. but uh, it was a, I loved the book. But okay. doing great as a director, a writer. Yeah. 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 So, um, but, but so, hey, yes, we all first enjoyed first. the movie very much. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was right up our alley. I mean, it's it, like it. kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, first of all, though, getting ahead of ourselves, what are we drinking? Ooh, ooh. Oh, okay. yeah. Jeff, what are you... I am drinking. Oh, wait, we got to lean in. Oh, I'm fucking it up. Okay. <laughs> I'm drinking a KC Beer Co. Hellas. It's a Munich-style golden lager brewed right here in Kansas City. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tell us more about this it has <laughs> obvious pitch that you're doing. Broken glass in it. <laughs> Sounds uh, tasty. It's a good beer. Uh, I'm just proud we finally have microbreweries worth their salt in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm drinking uh, a concoction of like it's got like fizzy water and rum and blood orange in it. Uh, I call it an annihilator. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It'd be cool uh, if you called it the destroyer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I call it. Yeah. It was yeah. called the, the bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Leela, you're you're taking it easy because you I'm... hit it pretty hard last night. Yes. Um. Like Anya from Annihilation, I had been polluting my body with the alcohol because <laughs> I went to a uh, fundraiser last night for charity, and the bartender was a friend of mine. Oh, um, uh, yeah. And you didn't even, you'd never been there before. <laughs> the bartender knows your name. You've never been there before. It's a right. alcoholic drink. Wait, did yeah. you crash a fundraising <laughs> event and got sloshed? Maybe. Man, you're a badass. <laughs> Maybe cool. bid on some stuff because I was drunk. We're all damaged goods here. <laughs> we are basically we are all damaged goods here. So let's talk about the movie. Yes, uh, that's an excellent intro. Speaking of people who are damaged and irrevocably changed themselves. And, yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead, y'all. Take take the lead. Okay. <laughs> you take the lead. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Leila, take the lead. Quick plot Leila, synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> take we the open wheel. on. Lena, who is very smart and a professor of biology, tells us all about cells dividing and how they should be able to do so in perpetuity and blah, 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 but there are mutations and things that happen. This establishes that it's a science movie and that she's very smart. But she's and also pretty. sad. <laughs> yeah, Why is she sad? She's Why sad, she sad because her husband has died or is somewhat is missing. And it's very sad okay. and we feel sad for her. And then he shows up. It sounds like we're talking shit about it, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. But, there's so many. There's so many legitimately like places in this movie. It could be really cheesy. Like uh -huh. there's even lines like, "Are you thinking about your mission?" and just stuff like that. And it's just like, but it's so heavy and real. It's, it was very yeah. You're yeah, so yeah, rooted was... in this couple's like uh real the real shit going down. Go ahead, Lilo. Yeah, finish your synopsis. Oh well, I was just gonna Jeff, say there is there is one mouth. point. Where a line is delivered in such a cheesy manner, I like snorted a little bit. Um, oh. We can talk about it later at the end. Um, 
Anyway, I hope you got shushed immediately after. <laughs> it's when Natalie Portman shot shot the alien with a big rocket launcher, and she's like, "You've been annihilation." <laughs> yes, that was the point. You've been <laughs> annihilation. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, he shows was back cool. up. He's changed, and she is understandably a little bit annoyed. Like, where have you been? Have you? Oh, he's a military man. Um, mm-hmm. he's been on a secret mission. But we don't really know any of this because. Everything is told from her perspective, but also through a series of flashbacks. And as the Mm -hmm. movie goes on a little bit, we discover that she's a bit of a liar. Um, And perhaps not to be trusted. But anyway, as soon as he gets home, his body starts to break down. And he goes into organ failure. And when they're trying to go to the hospital, the the, the black SUV show up and whisk them away. And Mm. she wakes up on this base um, with a very... Well played, Jennifer Jason Lee. Hell yeah! So um, oh good. As Doctor Fentress. Who... Is it Ventress? Ventress. Ventress. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Was psychologist, yes. military psychologist who's been sending people into the shimmer. What would you call it? The Shimmer. Well, yeah, shimmer. she's on this base on the outskirts of a uh, a national park where this. Uh, anomaly has occurred some years ago and it's been developing for a while mm-hmm. all right it, it's and, a meteorite uh, something... that hits a lighthouse yeah right um and uh yeah they they try to send people into the shimmer to figure out what it is but nobody ever comes out they lose contact like drones and anything that's supposed to be able to send a signal back it's all lost on the inside the only thing that ever came out was her husband and he is different brain fucked He's brain fucked. He's basically, basically brain. completely fucked. Like he's he's dying. Um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, but yeah. she she like wants to help him. She wants to know where he was. So she like real like finds out that there's a small team that's being put together. And she's like, "Yo, I want to get in on that." And uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is like, "Okay." <laughs> she's like, "I see no problem with that." <laughs> yeah, well, that's at, fine. Her, at first, that did kind of bother me because I was like, "Why? She's yeah, she's smart, but why the hell are they sending them in there?" And it's like, because no one wants to go. Because nobody they, fucking wants to go to that thing. They can't, I mean, the whole feeling on the base is just complete despair, because they know it's eventually going to grow and eat everything, and they don't mm-hmm. know what it is, and no one's coming back, and everybody's going to die. And they know it. Um, so yes. I think that they're just like, fine, fucking go on. You know? Because she also so she, used yeah. to be in the military, and she can handle a firearm, which is important. That that is yes. important. I'm glad that they mentioned that. Yeah. Because it would have pissed me off with her handling the firearm very well later in the movie, <laughs> and that not been the case. Right. Right. Uh, but it introduces her team, which is really, uh, this they're really cool is too. Amazing. Solid cast. Yeah. Um, solid. Like. Yeah. Go ahead. And we're seeing an all female away team. Basically, all these <laughs> red shirts are girls. And they made a, a a small mention about how up until that point they'd only been sending men in. Military like, like, men. They right. sent military men, but uh, I think Natalie Portman's like, it's an all-female team. And I think maybe the idea is that they're trying to try as many factors as possible because they mentioned sending in drones and animals. Well, and... well they mentioned that maybe the military team is not the right... Like, it's sending the, yeah. pilots into space is not necessarily... You should send scientists into space. <laughs> like, sure, kind sure. Of a, kind of an idea right but, okay. they don't, but they don't really they don't know they're just throwing but it's, it's good that they the mention to see what like sticks. she mentions yeah. she mentions a few things off the bat that are really important to the movie 
I guess before we break into the characters, like she mentions that it's an all women team. That's the first thing a lot of people are going to notice. And she just straight up says it just yeah. to be like, well, like you don't have to like cut this open. But, like we're going to uh, give this to you right here, right now. Uh, like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That'll come later. Yeah. Uh, but also uh, there's another part she mentions uh, where they, they break it down. And they're like, well, maybe, you know, all the other people went in here and went crazy and killed each other, which is a common plot element right. of these types of movies and they're just saying yes that's one of the things that is a possibility <laughs> you know yeah and they keep saying that there are two theories they go crazy and kill each other or something kills them like yes. those, are, those are the theories that they're working with and they're still going to go a little in. bit of column a and a little bit of column b <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so and and sure enough when they find evidence when they actually go in of the former team they got the space madness <laughs> they did they got they went space mad Space um, color out of space mad, if you will. Um, yeah. So it's uh, Jennifer Jason Lee and Gina Rodriguez and uh, see Tuva Novotny. I can't. Remember. She was the uh, Cass. Yeah. A, uh, Shepherd, who they also tell you right in the beginning. Yeah, she died. Well, see, that's <laughs> like, the other uh, thing is is we know right off the bat because yeah, they she's start she's being interviewed by later like, after uh, the late, it kind of jumps back yeah, and forth. Like, but they mention all the characters, and she says who's dead. So from the very beginning, we know who's going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's very interesting. Yeah. And th- it is used right. to throw us off in one scene that um, we already know. It's also worth noting that when you go into the Shimmer, like they don't remember beyond walking past it. They, she wakes up in a tent. And apparently they've been camping out there for three days, but they've ex- they've all collectively experienced lost time. Right. So well, it's important to know about, about the team. So just right. a sec. Well, yeah, I just I just wanted to point out that like uh, the reason she is an unreliable narrator has to do with the mental effects that the Shimmer has. Unless she's ahead. lying to them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's which is also you know, that's kind element. of one of the fun parts about the movie, right? So uh, anyway, but, um, I wanted to say though, you were talking about um, the actress who plays um, Cass, right? And and I have to say that she was in a movie that when I first heard the name of it, I was very excited until I looked at it more. It's called Borg McEnroe, and it is about tennis. Never oh, heard about of it. the Borg. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be like a character study that. of like a Borg. <laughs> so, yeah. so Gina Rodriguez is really good, and also, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Can I? Is may the I also member. say that um, this movie does nothing but solidify my my lady love Tessa Thompson. Um, uh, who who is she? Josie. She was the one who had the the cutting uh, problem. So oh, okay, yeah. Thing is oh, she's so great. She's yeah. so great. She's she was also, also in an episode of Black Mirror that was right, she's, incredible. She's also Valkyrie and Thor. Yes, right. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, so Jeff, she, yeah, Josie she, Raddick. Yeah, she was in, in the this episode uh, Hang the DJ. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, she's, she's, awesome. she's great. And, okay, and yeah. we, and I mean, we don't just want to talk about the ladies because also starring this movie is Oscar Isaac. Mr. O- Oscar Isaac, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Oscar Isaac, he's tearing out the dance floor. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, and he's sort of a he's such a quiet figure in this movie. He doesn't like you don't see a lot of you see the effects of him more right. than him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, um, he's he's a character that's not really there. Um, yeah, he's he's, he's wonderfully unreadable, right. and 
Yeah. But I knew so uh, little also, about this movie going in, I didn't even know he was in it. Um, mm-hmm. Right. I was I was I didn't, yeah, I didn't yes, either. I was like, oh, yay, I was crazy. Like, woo I saw Alex Garland, Natalie Portman, and I was like, give me... Yep. Yeah. Take my money. The holy, tri- the holy triumvirate, yeah. I, I Somebody yeah. said it's the most Lovecraftian movie we're ever going to get, and so I went. You know, like that <laughs> That's was... not a, a bad summation, actually. Well, it's because but... it, it's cosmic horror is what it is. It's sci-fi, but it's very mm-hmm. high. I'm sorry. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Anyway, so they right. go into the show. No... And for some reason... There's no mistake. Huh? What? I, I want to I mention the, the characters going in. They do, at this point, establish that each of them, and I think... Uh, Cass is the one who says we're all damaged goods here. Yep. That like that's where uh this scene sort of occurs where you learn that each person has a sort of psychologically self-destructive tendency to some extent, and they are all people who've kind of gone to the edge of the world uh or like psychologically. Something has happened. We don't know this yet. Well we don't know that until no, no. they're in yeah, the well, boats. Uh, oh right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, what what uh, initially well, happens is they're all disoriented, and so are we. Yes. By this weird light and surreal time shift thing that the Shimmer does. It's and, really and fucking we, pretty. Also, we, yeah, it's gorgeous, <laughs> and we are just as confused as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, as they go into the Shimmer, the next thing you see is a dream or a flashback that she's having, and. She wakes from it very abruptly, and we are so thrown off by what we've just learned about her that possibly <laughs> we are disoriented also. Mm-hmm. Um, and right, yeah, then so they discover that they've that been she... there for days. Um, yeah, 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 and it, it has like she has a, a dream, a sex dream about one of her co workers, basically. Uh, or uh, that, it's, that or it's not a dream, or it's a flashback. <laughs> no, that, that, that happens later. Uh, the first dream memory or whatever that she has, she's talking to Oscar Isaac, and no, he. It I happens like that, before she. Wakes I like up that we can't even figure out the timeline here. <laughs> no, no, I just saw it, dude. That that that's the scene you're talking about came a little later. Well, anyway, it happens so, twice. Yeah, they show that scene a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so. Although Go. nothing really has happened except the time shift, we're all deeply unsettled. I was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was just like, I'm uncomfortable with this movie. Um, even yeah. at that point, when nothing overt had happened, uh, you know, it's not like they walked in and were attacked by beasts, and you know, as soon as they walked in, it was just weird. And like, I even felt it was weird that her tent was so far away from <laughs> their tents. You know, I was like, no. Mm-hmm. You know. The characters are already not acting like themselves from right. earlier scenes. Like well, they're, they're not. They're not acting like people, really. Like yeah. they're they're acting like it's a very dreamlike kind say, of yeah. trance-like state yeah. that they're in. And I saw, um, I, saw I, I saw somebody on Reddit say, "I don't know, the acting was so cardboard." But I was like, "No, that was uh, pretty intentional." It was very <laughs> uh, intentional choice because uh, as it goes on, it talks about, like they experience lost time and. Uh, well, go on, go on. Sorry. Well, um, okay. So then they they are trying to get to this lighthouse, and they're going in further. And they notice that we start noticing too that all of the all the Flora plants and, and they're so verdant, and they're mm-hmm. gorgeous. Yeah. These psychedelic colors they don't really make sense, and it's gorgeous, yeah. but it's unsettling. 
you you begin to see examples of plant life like different types of flowers grow growing off of the same branch which and isn't like, really possible not yeah not but possible happened. and then like and then uh, they drive they, this point home by one of the jump scares with, in the movie with one of my favorite monster like I'll, I'll just go ahead and say there are monsters in this movie and i loved them uh yes, i really so loved that first one that they introduced <laughs> yeah. yep uh, we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there um, but, but that, this one was good. Like, let's not let's big not... ass albino gator with shark teeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. like dug it. <laughs> that was that was definitely the point where I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm going back." <laughs> like I don't yeah. know where back is, but I'm not getting a goddamn canoe. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I was yeah. like, the, the, "There's snakes out there this big. I'm not getting in that boat." No. Yeah, um, it right. solidly it solidly puts down that the, they all. Uh, have bigger bigger nuts than I do. <laughs> like, immediately, oh, they're like, they're all like, yeah, cool. We're gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. so <laughs> yeah. Nobody, I, initially, nobody I, is like, let's fucking go back, which is interesting to me. Uh, but it, it is explained by their military background to some extent. Well, and the it, fact that they're all the... self-destructive people, and they all have mm-hmm. these demons. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you said earlier, they had the conversation about they're all kind of damaged goods and. uh and like this goes into like the whole theme of the movie is change and being changed and things that right. change and that, and that annihilation it just means the annihilation of one thing but changing into something else and humans really really fear change yes mm. yes um especially on on, on what becomes yeah. like a body horror level um, it's yeah it, it so, works on a literal level a metaphorical level right like i mean there's definitely uh, an emotional level right so, okay so so back to the how they're all damaged goods lena's marriage is uh, a not what no that, that is the point in the story where they sort of establish this like right, af- right after natalie portman ices this oh yeah this, let's talk uh, about the gator because the gator is badass yeah um, yeah, usually, like I, I will say, usually sometimes CG will take me out of an experience, but I'm like, they did a good job with that gator. They did. They did a good job with, job with all of it, really. The, the set yeah. pieces were gorgeous. Like were. The movie had an equal amount of horror and beauty. And, um, and the fact that they filmed this movie in England and were managed to make it look like a Florida swamp, I was like, kudos. Good That's job. incredible. They're like, we got to huh. import a okay. shitload of Spanish moss. Go back um, town, get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Yes. So, um, and that's this is the point where Cass explains their damaged backgrounds, right? Yeah. So Josie is she self harms trying to feel right. anything because her life mm-hmm. is just this gray existence. Cass, her daughter died of leukemia. Anya mm-hmm. is an alcoholic. Lena has her demons, and Ventress they don't know. They're like we. She's got. Yeah, nothing. they figured. They 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 figured out eventually. Right. Like, they figure they, out. Yeah. That that she has cancer and she's dying, and so she has nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, yes. Exactly. And and she has a line about um. Don't you feel it? We're all changing. Uh. I right. I, I want. I, I want to finish this mis- mission as the person right. who started it. You know. I want to finish it as myself. So that becomes right. a very literal interpretation mm-hmm. of this movie because then they get to the base where Kane's team was her husband's team as and, far as they got and, and also she's kept it from the rest of the team that, that she, yeah, the right. guy that the one person that actually left 
was her husband. Right. She because just she kept this to herself. Um, so that's where things start. Well, it's, it's hard to say that that's where things start getting creepy, but that's where things get like squicky. Oh yeah. It jumps Um, down a creepy hole immediately. It it, does. They, they find a camera with footage on it. Um, you know, like how in a horror movie, like, like, oh, a derelict spacecraft or like an event horizon or whatever. Like, huh? Oh, an old camera. Let's see what's on this footage. (laughs) An empty base and a camera. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it says for those who follow. For yeah. yes, yes, um, and it's clearly like kind of, like I almost got a sense of uh, Apocalypse Now or something. Yep, definitely like, Heart of Darkness kind of Heart yeah, of Darkness, yeah. like following. Um, and and is it too much of a stretch to be like the movie already has such a weird psychedelic feel anyway that like mm-hmm. the weird dreamlike horror of Apocalypse Now, like the further they go on this mission, uh. But- the more they're getting to the like core, yeah, because blackness. what they see well, because is she the, says the soldiers. The closer that they get, the weirder the mutations mm-hmm. get. Right. Yes. And yes, and the um, more stripped down their their psyches become. I yeah. actually didn't think that watching the movie, but I think it's a really good comparison. Like even the the lighting in that with when they find yeah. the Oscar Isaac footage is different. The, it's starkly different types of like so the way they do it is they always find the footage and whenever they find the footage they watch the character's reaction to the footage for a minute and then it makes the footage full screen and high definition as if you're flashed to that moment in also, the movie also or, did you notice um well later they find a second tape and it focuses on her reaction but we're, we're not there yet but i will say that um it suddenly cuts to a handheld footage of her reaction but the footage that she's watching is still like steady. It's a steady footage, right. but yeah, it, you it, get the sense that she is definitely unmoored by what she is seeing. Okay, so like, what's on that tape? Yeah. Okay, the, the first <laughs> the first tape they find it is the army dudes. Um, one of their friends is uh, having some sort of episode or something. He's he's convulsing slightly, breathing weird. Um, Oscar Isaac, you know, like his friends are there. They're kind of like uh, supporting him and holding him, holding him down. Uh, and he allows Oscar Isaac to cut open his belly, pull it open to reveal his insides are writhing around, like like moving around like a worm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a giant worm is inside it's an eel, of him. They, like a big I, eel they, thing. Like a yeah, like just guts that are writhing on themselves, and, and Oscar uh, Isaac looks at the camera before this happens, and then does it, and then back at the camera, and he slides his hand into yeah, it and lets and he, it and feel he, like, like, and he like holds oh my it. God, yeah, so from here yeah, yeah, we yeah. start to see each personality of the team, mm-hmm, right, right, um, because Anya, even though she's just seen it, cannot comprehend it. She is like, she, nope. She denies, yeah. She denies what she's she like. It was tri- trick of the light. Trick uh, of the light. She won't, yeah. Fuck yeah. this place. But that is not correct. Um, yeah. And the others, you know, are like, holy shit. But they dis- they see on the tape that, that, that they're in a swimming pool. And so yeah. Ventress decides to go find the pool. And she just like heads off. And they find him. They find the guy's oh. body. Wow. And he is, he's, it's very. How, how do you describe that? I don't know. It's, it's very more, alien. There's actually, it's, there's actually a, a Mexican artist that got uh, 
I don't know if he got arrested or banned from Mexico. At some point, he was using dead bodies and flowers to make these like really beautiful arrangements of, and oh, he was shit. trying to describe that the it was a process of bereavement and it was like a positive thing or something. But basically, huh. people were like, "No, you're really weird." But it had the same. The pictures I saw of it reminded me, or, or this reminded me of those pictures where it's just like the mm-hmm. horror of seeing a desiccated human body combined with the beauty of the its beauty, organic yeah. growth. And it, this is combined with like mutation. It has an amazing palette. Like it, it's yes. a painting. It's well, a painting it's, in abstract. It, horror. It's his lower torso at the bottom of this emptied pool, uh, like up against the back of it. Um, and like grown up out of that are these crazy, like, multicolored moss and flowers and his upper torso is like you know 15 feet off the ground his lower jaw is protruding his skull is exposed it's just this insane abstract art but these tendrils are coming Mm -hmm. out like like what are they lichtenberg figures you know the lightning strike tree yeah Um, okay yeah yeah and they're and so it's very organic and mathematical Mm-hmm. But just really gorgeous and unsettling, and like Hannibal on acid. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was I was about <laughs> to say, did you ever watch the Hannibal show? Yeah. It, okay, like you know the set designs of some of those killers when they're like when they display the bodies, it's like a real artistic presentation of. It's death. like if they did that uh, in a tool video. Yeah, like I, I, I have no idea how to properly describe I, this I can't. thing. But I mean, you just yeah. it's, basically they find do yourself a favor what, and see this movie while it's in the theater. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, yeah, beautiful. It's so beautiful and so unnerving. Like well, multiple and, and times, I was like, "That's the prettiest thing and the most upsetting thing." Yeah, it, that's the oxymoronic nature of the whole thing. Is it's so gorgeous, and yet mm-hmm. I had like a really tight butt pucker the entire movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Um, for me, like a little later on after they leave that, they find uh the like the people who are grown like the fl- like the flowers, no, like wait, the plants that look we're like not there yet. Oh, okay. I didn't realize we were like going like through. Oh, we're, through. We're, we're, not, we're walking through the movie. I mean, we're not. <laughs> Let's, okay. We might as well. We're already halfway we're, through. We're halfway through. <laughs> so, so they leave. Okay. They leave this dude, and they go to this uh, guard tower where they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And Ventress has a conversation with Lena because they're on the night watch um, about this the self destruction, the self destructive mm-hmm. nature. And Ventress says something like, no one commits suicide, but everyone self-destructs. Yeah, uh, Um, suicide is extremely rare, but everyone self-destructs. And they're in the middle of this very important philosophical conversation. Yeah, Um, right. uh, When they're uh, interrupted by a metaphorical and literal monster. um, Yes. That has broken through the fence, but it's dark, so we can't see it. Um, rip through the fence like a fucking zipper which like i thought a was a really zipper. great line yeah. <laughs> open well, the it was like great because zipper. it very much thrust you back into like a horror right. situation because like, they yeah. were having this whole conversation that was despite all of this her her mind is on this wrong that she has done and mm-hmm. well fentress also makes a good comment about how self-destruction is coded into our genes like it's you know she's like as a biologist I thought you would understand that you like, should be telling me about this well, you should be telling me about scene self-destruction. with um, 
there's a flashback scene in the bedroom where she's talking to Oscar Isaac about God making mistakes because yeah. in regular cellular division, you should take, you know, be able to be immortal, but that's not mm -hmm. what happens. Um, yeah. So is it that God does make mistakes or that God doesn't make mistakes or that God is completely indifferent? You know? Mm -hmm. Right. And they, and they're arguing about it sort of reveals uh, their different characters as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, he he definitely has faith, or at least it's implied that he has faith. Yeah. Um, also, Which is like important. <laughs> I think. Um, several. Uh, uh, well, maybe we're not there yet, but uh, so, so I'll bring, I'll come back to it later. So the fence gets ripped open like a fucking zipper, um, mm -hmm. yeah. and it wakes everybody up, and then we see uh, Cass attacked by what looks in the light of their lamps to be a giant bear. Yeah. Right. Or a giant and it thing. Drags her, it drags her away. And, she's and they can't stop it. Right. And she's so screaming they. And screaming. So then the next day they are walking and they find her boot. And Natalie Portman is like, I need to, I need to know if she's still alive. Mm -hmm. And for some damn reason, they let her wander off by herself. Right, um, right. Whereupon I think this is she has her Gordy Lachance seeing the deer, but she sees them with their. <laughs> Plantlers. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what? oh yeah, that did happen. Yeah, they're cool. I haven't cool, talked or cool, written about it until this day. Cool deer slash plant <laughs> creatures in this to show that. I mean, and she says at some points who are mirroring each other, but not in the yeah. same exact manner. But they're definite mimics of each other. Yeah, right. and their their uh, antlers are like branches with flowers on they're them. They're so and cute. Yeah. They're these. They're really. Yeah. And so what we're seeing is these, again, we are again seeing that these mutations are horrifying, and that they're also beautiful. Yeah, they are. It is all of everything is getting all mixed up. So then yes. she goes on and right. she finds Cass's body. Um, yeah. Spoiler: she's dead. With her, yeah. with her voice box ripped out. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. Is, which is important later. It's foreshadowing <laughs> oh, and you just don't know I didn't it. even fucking think about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, that's So she comes back. back. So she comes back. And she and tells like, her. She dead. You know. She's dead. <laughs> which is, I think it's important that she goes alone because it establishes the first real instances of, of us not necessarily trusting her. Because... Right. I mean, we see it from her perspective, but they're all like, you know, they didn't see her dead body. So that's right, and that's an important part later. Right. It's had, only important yeah. had, so had, that had it, one it of, helps them not trust her. Like had, had like things might have gone a little differently later had she seen the dead body. Right. Um, yeah. Cass. Um. Not Kath. So they get to the you town know. closer to the lighthouse. So, but but yeah. at this point, I mean, you start note they're all developing these sort of weird ticks and stuff that they're doing. But Anya is, she's really messing with her hands a lot, and she seems mm -hmm. real unsettled. And Anya, she, that's she, right. And she sits down, and she's just kind of edgy. Um, when well, also our, it's important to note she's our oh, tough sorry. one. Uh, she's our yeah. tough um, Vasquez character in this movie. Yeah, right. she she has kind of carried the group she was the one to escort uh the other woman out when she obviously couldn't emotionally handle seeing the guy in the pool like right. that scene yeah. like um so uh, i think it's important to note also that 
Fentress was like after um was it Cass got eaten by the bear? Yeah. Yeah. Um uh Fentress is like, well, we're gonna go ahead. And yeah. uh we'll she's like, fuck here. that, we need to get out of here. And uh basically it comes down to Natalie Portman's decision. She's like, I think it's smarter to go ahead, then we can walk along the beach and be out of here in two days or right. you know, two Which or three. Which is another lie. She's lying Which to is a lie. go along. Because yeah, she because she she needs to get there, right? But yeah. I think at this point too, she's kind of lying to herself. Like she does, like when they go back to the future, she, or I mean, when they not go back to the future, when they uh, time, sorry, flashback to the current time. Yeah, uh, she's like admitting that she wanted to see it through, but at the same time, did really think that that was the. Right. Uh, a good way to get out but i do think it's like a, a bit of self-denial but yeah there was a uh, whole sure. yeah the way out is through got it um yeah so also there's a the, there's a point that we haven't talked about yet which is the mm -hmm. um Ouroboros tattoo oh uh, yeah 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 uh, right which several of them have but we never really see when they got it and at one That's point, true. Um, Lena's scratching her arm, it? and she's like, I've got this bruise. And then later on in the flashback, or in the real time, we see that she now has this large Ouroboros tattoo, which is the, the snake right. eating its own tail. So yeah, it is like, infinity. Oh, okay. I thought that was just because, an infinity. No, it's a... It's, uh, um, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the... Yeah, that. Is the, that... And that's not Gina Rodriguez, uh, Anya's tattoo? No, no, uh, she has one when she's in the holding cell later. But the guy, uh, and then the guy... But she didn't seem to have one before. The stomach guy also in? has it. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, yeah. Good call, Leela. Yeah. Dang, I did not I pick up on yeah. that. I didn't Ouroboros notice that. I thought she picked I, up. A Latin term that means he who eats the tail, and that's the snake... Yeah, that infinity that always devours itself. itself. Yeah, in, for infinity. Yeah. Um, Although, because okay, they specifically like show her when she's like, "I have a bruise on my arm." Right. It's kind of weird. Like, that's but, a weird but, but, growth it, but it gives you an opportunity to look at her arm and see the lack of a tattoo. But then yeah. it's obviously oh. there. And and see, at first I was like, "Did they get it like as before they went in as a symbol of like them all being together?" Yeah, camaraderie. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, they "That's had the not girls in her character because she doesn't give a shit." Before they were you know. shipping out to the Shimmer, right? So, so I just I just thought that was interesting that you know they're getting their their little. No, mark. that's a really very important observation that I completely missed. So then um, they end up yes. in this beautiful creepy town. Creepy town uh, mm -hmm. Where completely overgrown. Completely overgrown. And as the camera shifts, we notice that the plants are people shaped. Yeah. yeah. And it's in a new in a new type of creepy horror. Right. <laughs> because yeah. it is gorgeous, but also mm -hmm. extremely creepy. It, and, right. and for basically the, the first thing that we've really heard Josie say, although we've been told that she's unbelievably genius level smart. But she hasn't said mm -hmm. much. She has figured out that the shimmer is refracting everything within it. It is refracting the psyche, the ego, the DNA, the R. Everything is becoming part of everything else. Yeah. And so these plant people have human DNA and they are growing the way that the stem cells would have made humans grow in this humanoid mm -hmm. form. Super creepy. It's beautiful. Creepy. The creepiest thing. 
It yeah. You kept expecting them to move, and honestly, it wouldn't have been any creepier if they did. Like no, like right. it, it you know to. what it reminded me of a little bit was when I was a kid, uh, homesick watching uh, Return to Oz for the yeah. first time, and when they go back to Oz and all everybody's frozen as a statue. Yeah. Like, like it it bothered me, but in, like I was like, oh, that's that's a very simple effect, but it is so not cool. <laughs> right. Like, a lot of the things in this movie that were unnerving weren't complicated to do. You know? Right. So, which so will then, bring us to our next scene. So then they go into a house, oh which is an exact Ooh. replica of Lena's house. Are you shitting me? It is. When they walk in and she looks up the staircase and she looks at the pictures on the wall, exactly the way that Kane does when he shows up back at home. Oh fuck me! I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah nice you pay observation. Than me. Yeah, well, like I Damn, said, I've had a little I... bit more time to think about this. And at first, no, I thought, good call. At man. first, I thought I've maybe the they just didn't <laughs> have the uh, the budget, you know, since she's the same set. But I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, ah, fuck, redress it. That's fine. We, we blew the budget on the on the on the gator. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, this movie's all about like uh, mimicry and things that shadow one another. Like, it is. Oh, cool. Well, I guess that'll work out. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but interestingly, you know, they all of her flashback scenes take place in her bedroom, which mm-hmm. she is repainting and changing when Kane shows back up. But none of the oh. scenes from there on take place in the bedroom. They're all downstairs. Yeah. Oh, and and Ventress even says, "I guess this is the bedroom." Yeah. Does that does that oh, track? Does that mean yeah. anything? I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I well, okay. She's, I mean, no. I'm just trying to like I don't know help out. I'm just the better this here. I'm just, Are you I'm trying, just trying to Leela's I'm trying to sacride Leela's observations. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, actually, yeah, I noticed. Anyway, no, so that's awesome. Going on Josie's um, observation about the DNA. She tests her own DNA, and when it divides, indeed, her blood cells have a shimmer to them. Yes. Yeah. Still some human. She done She done got shimmered. She done got, got the, the shimmer, shim. girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she got the shims. She got the shims. And then we, then we have what is perhaps the creepiest scene in this movie. Oh, my God. I'll, okay, yeah. we got to get into uh, the what led up to it with Space Madness. Space okay, so so right. space madness has occurred. Um mm-hmm. and we find ourselves with uh Josie, Anya, and Lena. No wait, no. Josie, Ventress, and Lena tied up yeah, to chairs right. and, and bound and gagged. Anya and, has tied and, everyone else. And Anya is in the throes of a full mental break and it is an astounding bit of acting. Yes. Um, yeah. I so I, you've seen this exact thing in so many movies. That I was like initially when it happened, I was like, "Oh fuck, we're gonna have one of these like uh, character loses it," and uh, you know, I'm thinking like you know people tied up and get tortured or whatever. Like a lot of movies have this or TV shows have this, but uh, fuck, she does such a good job and the dialogue is so great that mm-hmm. it's like you don't you're just scared in that chair with the rest of them and, and watching. And she, but you're scared for her show. too. Because yeah, totally. Yeah. Not, she's you losing don't demonize it. her. Yeah, like, everyone is trapped there. Right. right. She, she, as much as any of them, and she's yeah. freaking out because she's seeing her. Fi- she says her fingerprints are moving and they're liquid, and she can feel things inside her. And yeah. but her paranoia then turns on Lena because she's found she the has locket a- that has Kane's photo in it, oh, and they've right, seen right. Kane in the video. Right. Yes. She has that great line 
if I cut myself open, will my insides be moving too? Yeah. And like looks right at the camera and you're just like, Jesus. Oh, fuck, let's please not don't do there. that. Please She's like, don't. but I'm not tied to a chair. You are. Yeah. Yeah. But then, and then she says something like, you're a liar to Lena. We don't even yeah. know. You're the only one who saw the bear. You're the only one who saw the body. Maybe you killed her. Uh-huh. Right. And yeah. then and, and we then, hear her. Then we, we hear, hear Cass calling for help. Outside. outside and she's like, you lying door. bitch. You, sa- you, said you said that she, she was, was dead. dead. And, and, and we know. We're like, no, no, no. This is not correct. This is, but they're all bound. <laughs> they can't. They're gagged. They can't. Say they can't anything. say anything. They can't do anything. And Lena's losing her shit because she knows Cass is dead. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it is. It is so out of left field and unexpected. I was like, what? What? Ghosts now? <laughs> like. Right. And right. then you're thinking. So she about, leaves to deal with it. Then yeah. what happens, Leela? Well, then she leaves to deal with it, and we are met by. Some gunfire and then complete silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As they try to ride out, they As immediately they try, to, try to break free. Yeah, they're like their yeah. chairs are on the floor and they're no, they're not. Which they're I still love sitting up too. at this point. They're but they're yeah. trying to get free. No, no. As soon as they leave, they try to get they try to get free. Which I love that because like no in all movies, like people just fucking sit there. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know, <laughs> but, but they're still bound and gagged. Yeah, uh, right. So uh, her screaming is cut short outside, and then something comes in. Right. So this is the scene where people are like, I don't know, is it a scary movie or is it a sci-fi movie? I was like, this scene oh. is straight up horror, and maybe this the scariest a... thing I've ever seen. Um, yes. Yeah. Wow. So I know. I, yeah. I, I noped pretty hard. I noped pretty that. hard. Um, I giggled and said, "Sweet." the thing that enters the 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 room the the living room is the bear from before but when it whenever it makes any sort of grunt or growl it has the voice when it roars yeah it's cast screaming for help it's cast screaming for help every time it talks or whatever right and it's Horror! It is a horror to look upon. Its face, like its, it's face, has been flayed, and its skull is exposed, and, and it looks it's like a mangy. demon. It's mad, and it just kind of like sniffs them and walks it's, around, it's, well, and getting around. In faces. And the thing is that, like, it has not and only keeps... absorbed her fear at the end of her life as its DNA is merging with hers, but it's also like absorbed her pain. It's so yeah. sad. It's, yeah. it's 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 a miserable it a creature. It it's like it, it's like the opposite of a Ghibli movie. Like it's the kind of creative <laughs> thing that would happen in a Ghibli movie, but you're like it's like Princess Mononoke filmed by Darren Aronofsky. You're like what the so so it's like, like so it's like uh, the opposite. It's like the opposite um, it's, of Cat Dog. It's, it's no like Totoro. The, I'll tell you like that the much. Two, or Cat Bus. It ain't no Totoro. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's the opposite of Totoro, basically. And, yeah. and see, we already oh know God. from Lena saying this that mm-hmm. Josie is dead. So yeah. we yes. are pretty much all assuming that it's gonna grab onto Josie and kill her. Mm-hmm. And it does. Well, it, it grabs her shoulder and like starts gnawing on her a little bit. Yeah, but, and she's but, trying to keep her cool. Right, because like, they're like, Don't upset it. Don't don't, don't, don't know, react. Um, and Uh-oh. then Anya and then... comes back in, and it's her aliens moment. It's her get away from her bitch moment. 
Um, then yeah. it goes badly she's, for she's her. obviously been hurt um, badly, but she saves but, the day. But yeah, she manages see... to level her gun at it and fire into it, and it charges and attacks her. And and, and they, oh my god! And, and the the amount of brutality that they were willing to show with her jaw ripped off for that shot lasting as long like, as it did. She, like tried to go up the stairs and it drags her back down yeah. through back the banister. Yeah. then rips half of her it's face brutal. off. Yeah, yeah oh it, it, it's god. an absolutely brutal scene. And at this point, yeah. um, Lena's able to get to her gun, and she kills it. But um, uh, No, no, not Lena. No, uh, it isn't Lena. It's, oh, uh, it's Josie. Not... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, jo- yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Josie puts the muzzle of the gun to it and just that's right. fires the whole like magazine, as far as I can tell, and blows all of its yeah. brains out. But what but this also it, does think... is it breaks Josie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing. Just I don't yeah. think it. I don't think it breaks her. That's a, I differ. I differ <laughs> she, well, okay, let's, uh, we'll get to Josie in a minute, but let's let's continue to talk a little bit about the Shimmer Bear because, yeah. as a creature design, and not that not that things stealing other things' voices is new. Like it's definitely a plot device in the book and the movie of the ruins, which this movie is yes. very like. Oh right, right. Um, good, if you, good reference. If you talk, right. if you think about the body horror in this movie, it's very much mm-hmm. like the ruins. Yeah, um, no, the vines that grow through people, and right. it's like it's it in me. I gotta get it out, and then you don't know if it's psychological or not. Right. It's handled in yeah. a much artier way, and that the ruins is kind of schlock. Um, mm-hmm. But some of those themes are used more effectively. But we've seen them before. Um, and also, you don't really have any doubt that they're all doomed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you know they're all doomed, and um. Yes. Just exactly like in the ruins. Um, yeah, Josie had like a. I mean, the fact that we just learned about the combination of the DNA that it just happened, that revelation was just given to us, and then immediately it takes it to the darkest place that could possibly go. Like yeah. the dying moment of a person is trapped forever in the nightmare creature heart of this fucking bear thing. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, you, as soon as you hear it calling, you're like you know <laughs> like the, it's somewhere inside you you know that it's the con- it's uh that's what's happened oh right. my god yeah yeah and, uh, oh jesus you know so so then ventress just like fucks off she's like i'm out and she's yeah. like uh, yeah that's when she well, has she the line about the i want to get there as myself yeah and she leaves mm-hmm. and yeah and we get this reprieve we get this beautiful scene of this serenity Mm-hmm. of Lena and Josie sitting there outside. The monsters are gone for now. There are flowers. There's a breeze. It is a beautiful scene. It is a beautiful, like, like what a place there, to be. And, and, and Josie says, I don't, I don't want the only thing of me that lives on to be in the mouth of a nightmare creature. Yeah, and she I, says, I would you, rather you want to confirm yeah, sorry. You, you want to confront it. Uh, she wants to fight it. I don't want either of those things. Right. Yeah, right. She, the, the, of the people who are left. And she makes a decision to become part of it. And as she yeah. decides, which shows that like your psyche and, and your consciousness is part of all of this, as she decides, you see her self-harm scars and they're changing because there's like little tendrils and flowers growing out of her. Yeah. And she yeah. makes and... this decision. And it's so different than like when the military men fight it and, and are possessed by these or, you know, turn into these monsters. Like hers mm-hmm. is this right. organic and beautiful 
vibrant thing that she chooses. And she yeah. stands up and basically looks at Lena and says, I am Groot, and we're done. Like, she just... Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, she walks away, and there's that great scene of her, Natalie Portland, trying to follow her, but can't keep up with her exactly. And, and then, then she's gone. It's she's, so dreamlike. Yeah. She's in a realm, like, in a field with a bunch of tree people, and one of them is her, and she doesn't know which one it is. Right. Uh, yes. Yes, and and, and that's it's so serene. So great. And it's it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was talking to a friend, and and that scene was intensely unsettling to them. Mm-hmm. Um, more it, no, more it, so than the bear. Whereas I saw that scene as so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That I was thought like, her physical that, transformation was beautiful, tolerable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. yeah, if you're gonna choose it, I'm gonna choose to go out like that. Yeah, to just become. Yeah. One and let go. Yes, you know? right. And I think it, of everybody in this movie that that's how I would have been. I, no, I it was. Been like, sad I don't need upsetting. to go any further also, than this. You know, it was also just so poignant and beautiful and right. It but was. it also changes it from being a horror movie to being a movie about fear of death in one fell swoop. It's like all the things that had happened in that last scene are. You know, you were seeing it through the prism of this movie almost, but the when she prism, prism, the prism, right, movie. right, right, prism, yeah, and and when this character chooses to embrace it and accept it and sort of become part of whatever this singularity is or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it changes immediately what the movie's about as well. You're like, oh, this is a different, a new level to the whole thing and what it's trying to tell you about the way each of these characters deal with the situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but, I, think, uh, I think there's also a lot of metaphor and other things going on. I haven't really had time to, to flesh this out, but there's that whole Joseph Campbell power of myth hero journey. Yep, totally. Um, the journey's completion is inevitable. Especially toward the end. You need yeah. do nothing. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with ego death. Um, right. Oh, very much. The yeah. ego is your gatekeeper. It's your selector of what you let in. And it makes mm-hmm. your life livable, but also a little bit intolerable. Um, yeah. So the crux of the hero's journey is the disintegration of the ego, which is more frightening right. than the physical death. And yeah. she gives herself over to it and that makes it a more peaceful transition. Yeah. Right. Um, no, and to me, right on, yeah. that was, it was almost like self-chosen nirvana after this life of pain she's had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was and like, it, yep. <laughs> the, knowing, knowing that also, when we get to the end of the movie, it makes you question if Natalie Portman made the right choice. Right. Like, or if her character, obviously, she Natalie Portman made a great choice being in this movie. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, Natalie but anyway, Portman so and her beautiful cheekbones made a great the, choice. Yes. The uh, <laughs> only where the, the only place this movie can go though is to like ramps it up five dimensions or something, and then takes you to the lighthouse. Right. Yeah. So then, Let's get so to then, that lighthouse. So yeah, and this is very much how I imagined. Like the the tower in the dark tower was gonna be like this coming up a, mm. upon it and mm-hmm. everything. I'm afraid it may be the best version of that we ever get. It's it's the best version you're ever gonna it see. It's the best one I, you're ever gonna see. The glass tree. Third movie. So 
you know. Yeah, like the, the crystal the trees. Crystalline the trees that are crystal trees out. growing out of the sand on the on the beach. The sand beautiful. and the salt. Yeah, this this movie you know? is fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, and also when you were talking sorry, back to the gator. The shark teeth in the gator, the shimmer went out over the water. Oh, did? Yeah. Uh, so that's why nice. they, they were able to get the shark teeth in the gator. I was like, what a cool thing. Anyway, um, so they come across <laughs> this really psychedelic, trippy treescape with the beach. Um, yeah. And there's a, a weird, like, very human-looking arranged set of bones. Yeah, a weird, yeah. like, I think that's a direct, I mean, those those are the, the crew. Yeah. The, there was a Kane's men. I think and, Kane went uh, crazy and just arranged them like that. Yeah, I mean, he really is. Like, you mentioned the Heart of Darkness, the whole, like... Yeah, he, yeah. He did all that shit, and then uh, he that was his memorandum to them, but it's just sort of a set piece because the real story is focusing on her and what she and how she's dealing with this stuff. We're seeing how he did it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's but, uh, true. Yeah, but yeah. and we're always like, of course, one step behind and we're not there with him. The only right. direct link we have is when she goes inside the lighthouse and she finds the body and the camera. And another camera. Oh, yeah. thank God. As soon as I saw that Thank camera, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Thankfully. It's more creepy exposition. Thankfully, yeah. the shimmer does not deplete battery life. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're able to watch these things. And who wants to take what happens? Who wants to? We see. A, I just feel I mean, like I I'm telling all it. this. So. No. Uh, I mean, we see. She he turns. She sees when she immediately goes on goes in uh, inside the tower. A hole to the right. In the middle, there's a camera, and then to the left of her, there's the burned out corpse where it looks like somebody's been hit with a grenade, a rocket, like right up against. He's his shadows like, a, like, like almost a lightning burned. blast. It's a really yeah. surreal, creepy image. Uh, that in, a, in addition to all the weird, growthy, tenderly bits that are on the lighthouse itself. Right. So she but hits play on the camera. And once again, we have that reaction where she's looking at it on a grainy screen and then it becomes the full screen. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's Oscar Isaac's character, Kane, her husband. And he gives. Uh, so, man, he's so fucking good. But he, really <laughs> he, good. He, yeah. he gives a, a speech like uh, he says the most unsettling thing here where he's like, uh, uh, I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah, he's like, I thought it was... He's talking to somebody. I thought it was a a man named Kane. I had a life, but I'm not sure anymore. Uh, uh, Was I you? Were you me? And he's telling Uh, it to somebody we can't see. Yes. Uh, And and you realize he is talking to somebody. I also want to point out here that he is changed as well, not just in... The his accent. his accent. He picked up the accent, right. a southern accent from somebody in his crew, or in his right. What? Yeah, yeah. That was what I was like earlier. He wasn't in the flashbacks. He doesn't talk like that. Right. And it, that was, and it's like a really thick southern accent. I did not pick up on that. Yeah. I thought he had yeah. a bit of an accent or something in that it, first he dream sequence. Talk but... much earlier. But I do mm-hmm. think that he's taken on the accent of one of the other members of his team that he's absorbed. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I just, I was like, oh, why is he talking like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, okay. and then he sits down and uh, 
you know, crisscross applesauce style. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we and that's when you immediately know, oh, he's the corpse on the wall that's been blown up. And he says something to the effect of, have you ever seen a phosphorus grenade grow off, go off? Which then it comes back to Natalie Portman's reaction of, like, I don't want to see where this is going. Mm -hmm. uh, he incinerates himself. Well, before that, he's like, tell Lena. Find uh, Lena. Find, find Lena. Lena. And, find and you hear a voice off camera say, I will. Right. And he sets off the grenade, uh, burns himself up, and then a doppelganger of him steps Walks into, into frame. You know that it's evil Oscar Isaac because he has his hair all slicked back. Oh, yeah. That's he how you always can tell. Has his hair and, and he had that little uh, John Waters mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um... So that's what. So, that so she what, cuts it off. She cuts it off at that point. She doesn't yeah. watch the rest of it. And so instead of going up the stairs like I would, right? <laughs> uh -huh. She chooses to go over to the corner where there's the black butthole of Satan. <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, it's Satan. I was like, right there. why would you go in the hole? That's never go in the hole. Well, because she anyway, hears, well, she she heard no, she, she heard Ventress. Yeah, right. Ventress. Which you and know. it's a ter it's a terrifying hole. It's just to get a look at it. It looks like something out of that. Who's that creepy manga artist who draws creepy shit? Oh, uh, Junji Ito. And I'm going to yeah. get to him later. I have a thing. Uzumaki. Yeah, kind uh, of so, like. Yeah. But there's this whole good and evil thing. Like, Kane? Like, why is his name Kane? Right? Yeah. And but K there's, Kane. There's the entry where the meteorite came in. And mm -hmm. it's this gorgeous ball of light. And it's. Yes. And then at the other end is where it went into the ground, and it's it, it's none more black. It is spinal tap cover black, right? Which and she immediately cho is gravitating right to. There. Instead yeah. of like even, I would be like, well, at least go upstairs and see what it was like, you know? <laughs> see, see if there's a hell kid up there or something. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, exactly. A save point. Maybe <laughs> I was upstairs. gonna say we we played enough Zelda to want to ex explore the lighthouse because we're finally here. Right, we're right. choosing the scariest door. You go up to the top and it's like, I guess there's nothing up here. Like, fuck. Now I got to go in that scary butthole. Exactly. At least that. <laughs> well, so so she so she walks. She goes into the Satan's butthole. And and <laughs> she's backlit, and she has her gun, and this second is it pure homage to aliens. Yeah, totally. Um, mm -hmm. because the walls are black and oozing and moving. Um, mm -hmm. and so and she hears the chanting of what is she saying? Do you know? Did anybody know what I, she was? I saying? didn't really pick up on what uh Ventress was saying. It uh, sounds like bizarre chants or like. She, she's talking to herself, and when yeah. she's not facing uh, Lena, her skin like skin has grown over her eyes. But yeah. when she looks at her, her eyes are open again. She's normal yeah. when she looks at her. Well, but yeah. we we see her one way, which is interesting because the story is from her perspective. Oh uh, yeah, so, yeah, what the fuck? That, that is interesting. <laughs> well, it's it, it's like it's interesting like almost the way that all these characters have died has been very like it would it would all be really poignant in a dream or something like there'd be a lot to be interpreted out of like this person died violently and a beast stole her voice this right. person quietly went off into the woods and became a tree uh and she on the other hand she's in a she's in a dark living cave and she's currently experiencing ego death, and she begins to describe what that's like. Right. To right. Be, each, each, to character, be unmade. each character went in and f 
to find what they needed or deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, which in in that way, it's it's a lot like Stalker. Um, but uh-huh. but she good call, yeah. Wanted to. She wanted to go as deep as she could, and she got there, yeah. and she basically I- is like, "They are not like us." Yeah. Yes, and, she's, and, and the fact want? that she's a psychologist is extremely yeah, yeah to just, totally. What do they I want? And she said, "I don't know." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they... uh, when she... she gets the title line and the titular line. Well, okay, yeah. yeah. So then right. she says, right. like, to break everything, and then she's like, "Annihilation!" I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, and like, uh, I love that light and color spews out of her until she is unmade, and it all swirls and vortexes into this kaleidoscopic. Um, drop your bane moment. <laughs> drop your yeah, you drop your bane, get crunchy kind of moment. Uh, well, so when, like, when, when we were kids, uh, our our dad we did acid is a nerd, <laughs> um, and he would always well he would always bring me in and and show me these Mandelbrot fractals that he was obsessed with. Yep, uh-huh. totally. And and that's what all of this scene is made on. It Every, was gorgeous. It was so it's these gorgeous. Flowing fractals that are breaking your brain. And this beautiful <laughs> beautiful yet deeply unsettling music playing against it. And Yeah, it takes a But there's an a, eye that it's like the music, that she's oh. looking at. The music is so it, it gets so loud at that point. It's mm-hmm. It's this full sensory experience, uh, yeah. which is why I'm really sad that this isn't going to be in the theater. Horror, yeah. yeah. Um, it takes a lot of reverence to like sublime feeling back to horror. It's like it's very like it's forcing you to, I don't know, feel it, like it, you're in the middle of the ocean at night <laughs> for is, or something. Like it yeah, it, like you you were seeing beauty and horror simultaneously, and the music swells it that way. Well, yeah. it's, it is pure cosmic Lovecraftian horror. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. because it's something that is so alien to us. Like, these things yeah. don't even exist in the same plane that we do. Yeah. Whatever right. they are, yeah. whatever they want, which may be nothing. Maybe and it they are give gods you that to make us and unmake <laughs> us. Maybe they are and doing then... this whole thing a shitload better than Prometheus did. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh fuck that movie um but yeah uh so then it begins like it it pulls some of her blood into it right and she sees the transformation of and she, she sees this weird doppelganger thing form out of it um and what i love like i love this little detail when she pulls her gun and fires into it the the bullets just kind of pass through and into it and they form as these weird stalks behind it. Yeah. Like just this like I will I just just a quick side note. I want to acknowledge how glad I am that from that sequence onward really um it was like I I'm, I'm really happy we're at this place in uh, modern cinema where directors aren't afraid to make something weird as fuck, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It, it was is really weird. It's like it, a... I thought that we downshifted and went to a different whole movie that you could, did. like, that it, could be a short film, that, and you're like, what the fuck am I going on? totally different. Um, yeah, yeah, like, she and, tries to get up top, and this doppelganger thing is mirroring all her movements, well, and well, it's just, freaky just a second, looking. Just a second, because there's, okay. there's an important bit to that. 
So she okay, runs away from the mirror thing, the the, cre- the mimic. Mm-hmm. But it's up in the main lighthouse when she gets there. And yeah, right. I think that this explains a very important bit of something that was bothering me about the, the movie before, which was how okay. the hell did Kane get to her house? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I think whatever these, whatever it is, they can do that. I don't think that time affects them the same. Yeah, yeah I think because he, he was teleported. Like you were but he, he was like, no, I was outside your yeah, room. Yeah, he was like, I was outside your room and yeah. I saw you and I recognized he you because he had been told to find her. That's all he knew. Mm. And right. But I think oh, that once he was outside the shimmer, yeah. he couldn't live outside the shimmer. Whatever the mutation was, was not far enough along. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so so her mimic being up there already explained that for me. Gotcha. Because gotcha. Because like, what, they just let him saunter out of the shimmer and get all the way back to... <laughs> So, so they were in Florida, and she was at Johns Hopkins. Like, like that is there not... goes that guy. Yeah, didn't that guy, guy go in there like a year ago? Like, yeah. Huh. I yeah. didn't even think about any of that. I immediately assumed it could like transcend time and space. Okay, so you were, and you were absolutely right. But they threw in yeah, enough of an explainer for me. So thank you. No, no, that. like he says, find her, and he's like, I will. Like, and, and that's does. enough. That's all you need. That's like that's all you can really understand about this this thing anyway like so because it, it's not just taking yeah. your dna it's taking your personality it's taking your memories it's taking those things so here mm-hmm. she is with this thing that is her same size and basic form but it's all mm-hmm. weird um yeah and it has no face and it is mimicking everything she is doing at this yeah. point, it is very much like a modern dance piece, even. It, it like, was. Uh, I loved it. I would love to see a stage version of this. P.S. No, I mean, it, as it was, a, as it an was aside, really great. As an yeah. aside, I uh, I saw a little trivia bit on this. The actress yeah. who is the dancer, who does that yeah. piece, and who is the um, the med student in the very beginning, is um, Sonoya Mizuno, who is the other... AI, the other the dancing robot. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, oh, cool. It's her. Cool. So yeah, I'm really glad that Ar- Alex cool. Garland keeps a good crew around him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but and they it's don't like, dance hey, like I, that. I got another project coming up for you. But yeah, so they cool. don't dance like that scene. Unfortunately, I would watch that though. Um, <laughs> that would have been wacky and a definite tone shift. It would have been a, a shift in tone for sure. So there's this yeah. very. Um, odd dance that occurs between them. She can't get away. Every time she runs through the door, it gets there too. And she tries to push against it and it pushes just the same as she is pushing back. And at this point, we see her talking about it. And she says, I don't even know if it knew I was there. It was just doing the same things I was doing. Yeah. And and so Uh, it's very much this literal interpretation of her fighting against herself which is what she's been doing the entire movie yes yes like i don't think it's me that you hate i think it's uh i think it's yourself right yeah yeah um no that that scene was amazing yeah and and no i hadn't even really thought of it in that way that of course it's it's this shadow self that she's fighting against right she is fighting. Yeah. She is literally fighting the demons that we talk about that people have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. 
but and, and she... the more she fights it, it the more it looks like her right oh yeah yeah and it starts taking all of her characteristics and then she maybe because she is deceptive and maybe because she is good at lying she mm-hmm. manages to trick it to like to almost literally lie to herself or yeah, yeah or it's taking that bit of her and she can and she sets off a phosphorus bomb or grenade in its hand and it catches but, on fire but gen- gently like places it in its hand yeah, and then and pulls very the pen. yeah pulls the pen like and as she sees it as she's closing the door escaping the lighthouse she sees that it's her and it has taken mm-hmm. on her full form and it has at least yeah. taken on enough of her personality that it walks over to Kane and touches his head before it crawls yeah. down into Satan's oh, butthole yeah. to destroy it, everything. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It has it, a, it, like enough of it is her, actually her. Right. Or or an, a good enough approximation of her. Right. Wow, yeah. Um yeah. and it's super trippy and then you know, there's this whole other oh, and and then everything all everything burns up. And this yeah, beautiful, and it's it's so sad to watch all those crystalline trees burn. I know, so I was a little bummed. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's like no, the shimmer was great. It and probably would have solved the shimmer. Like yes, yeah, so yeah. some of those things yeah. were probably viable, but still. But but I love the idea of like fire itself catching like organically throughout its system. You right. know, like and you know like that that was fine for me like i, right. I was like okay but that's then, that's cool but then there's this whole she's a liar and yeah. is it clone lena that comes back or is it real lena that comes back is it perpetuating itself uh-huh. right and and i from the first time i saw it or i mean when i saw it i thought you know we're to think that this is being destroyed but i bet it's somehow catalyzing uh-huh yeah um, yeah and I don't. I have no idea. I'm totally. Yeah, just, I don't. I don't. I, I do think it ends like in one of those like thriller yellow eyes. I, was, I, was, like, I have my note here is double thriller ending. Yeah. <laughs> because both uh, their <laughs> eyes are glowy. Both their eyes. But I don't. Okay, so, so uh, go ahead I, and explain how she goes back. Uh, uh me or Ira? Anybody? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just talking too much. No, no, I mean, she, she gets... Uh, before we go away from the lighthouse, I do like, like, when you mentioned, like, that she handed a grenade and it bec- she becomes, like, the other takes on her form more. I do mm-hmm. think that's a bit of a, like, a realization that she is, like, she's been denying this thing for so long, she won't move past, she's been fighting it for so long, but she does finally decide to destroy it. And it is her, is the realization, like, she really is take, taking a piece of herself away. Mm. and killing it like in a way uh yeah so it's like yeah. I, I do think that's uh important from the psychological <laughs> uh perspective of this movie but yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't really explain how she gets back does it no found her i mean on the beach. um yeah uh it, well like just that she burnt she managed to burn it and she got away right and, the, and then and the they... shimmer disappeared yeah shimmer is gone and immediately Oscar Isaac's character Kane got better. Like right. when it died. Like and, insta- I just assumed and... that it would have killed him as soon as that connection was severed. But <laughs> like he catches on fire in a hospital bed. Right. Like I assumed that that was what we were gonna see. But mm-hmm. but it but did no, he like, stabilize no, and he got better. And so for some damn reason they just like let her saunter in there again and talk to him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, they, before uh, that, though. Yeah. What? Uh, uh, real, real quick, I want to point out the the scientist that's interrogating her, questioning her, or whatever. Is, he he's really pushing on this point of what what did it look like? Right. It was it, a, it was oh, an alien. On an alien. Was yeah. it carbon based? Oh, she was yeah. like, no, I don't think so. Like, don't and he's know. like, what did it? What did it want? And she was like, I don't think it wanted anything. And I think that's really, really important to this whole discussion of cosmic horror. And when you think about, um, you know, we can only think in terms of wanting things or not wanting things or overcoming things like right. you know, conquering, like conquering or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that Those are the only things we can understand. This just it, it's so inexplicable and you just cannot understand it or fathom what it meant or where it came from that it's beyond it's beyond any reason like that that makes right. it so much creepier and much and, more and, believable and effective and alex garland is saying that marriage is exactly like that yeah that's, that's <laughs> this, what I got. Un, this ununderstandable vortex <laughs> <laughs> so in the end when you have uh, double thriller eyes so so she uh, goes yeah. in and and he says, "Are you Lena?" And she oh, yeah, yeah. seems to indicate yes. And and she says, "Are you Kane?" And he's like, "I don't think so." Um, yeah. Or yeah. whatever. But they there's this moment where it's shot through the plastic screen because so many things in this movie are shot through other things. It's so through that glass through plastic. Yeah. Like the shimmer. Right. So it's all distorted. And and for a minute you're like. Mm -hmm. So did is what he got from Kane that he's real pissed at her and we're about to see him like kill her? And there's this real he, moment of Well yeah, he they embrace, they hug. And they and they and, you're yeah, like, and they embrace. And, and there's it shows him and he's he's hugging her, but his eyes are open, and there's like a, a gleam, like a shimmer mm -hmm. in his eye. And yeah. then it shows her and she has the same. Yes. Right. Uh, there's also a callback shot where uh, the glass from the exterior perspective shows the two of them through the glass with a split in the middle. There's two windows and they're right. each in their own window. And then when they embrace, they it zooms in and the one window is empty and the two of them are framed in the in the right window, uh, which I think is a little bit important going back to the whole like cell division unification right. thing. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and there's and so. I actually could have done without the eye shine part. Um, mm -hmm. It didn't add or take anything away from me because, so if she really came back herself, she her yeah. DNA was forever changed, right? Because yeah. she yeah. has the tattoo. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't really she, we already knew that the shimmer is in her. Right. We already knew that. <laughs> well, they didn't show that part either. Um, <laughs> but so we know that he's the, he's the mimic or the clone mm -hmm. or whatever. And she is too, so it's like so many places. I mean, what's gonna happen? I do, you know, I mm -hmm. I do think it's important that they show they showed all the previous relationship, pro, like the uh, the infidelity scene and the uh, you know the the fact that he's away a lot of the time and their closeness and their distance and all this other horror is going on in the movie. So you're wondering like, why the fuck is it showing these scenes of them together? Like. What does their relationship mean to any of this? Mm -hmm. Like that's that seems you know completely inconsequential or very small. But I do think that in the end, it's kind of making the point that P 
people, when they go through something, they're no longer the same people that they started. I want to finish this thing, who I am, you know, now. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So like w- when they get to the end, when they get to this place where they both know things that have happened between them, they're different people and they're embracing on these new terms. I, I, I don't yeah, think, that, yeah. I mean, from one angle you could read the not, like there's no aliens in this movie. It's just like a, uh, it's just about change. Right. Uh, and about <laughs> self-immolating, you know, this idea of what who you think you are to become a new person. Like, uh, there's just so much going on that, uh, that I really do think it goes. The main crux of it is like people and their relationships, and uh, and that things change. Yeah. And does that change destroy you and remake you, or does it just destroy you? Right. Yeah. yeah. And you don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you can never say that you do know at the end, <laughs> I guess. I think uh, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stranger. Stranger. <laughs> nice. Very good. Thanks, Thanks. Heath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heath Ledge, Heath Ledge. No hey, one hey. could. Very interesting. I, I have a really interesting <laughs> note that I made that is very, yeah, yeah, okay. that it has to do with what you just said, actually. And I was trying to figure out a way to work it in. Now I can. So, I think that the most. I mean, you've read Color Out of Space, yes? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Anyone who's listening still after an hour and 20 minutes of this, um, go read Color Out of Space. H.P. Lovecraft, 1928-ish or something. Um, Yeah. It is the story story. of a meteor that lands in Massachusetts and weird shit happens. Right, like, but yeah, the only way mutate. that it can, can be described is God. It is similar, isn't a it? A color that you can't even describe. Um, yeah. Anyway, but it is such a weird book, and so Lovecraftian, and so important in fantasy and sci-fi and horror that the city where it lands is Arkham, Massachusetts. Oh, the oh right! Oh, yeah. Is the Elizabeth the Arkham Asylum for the cri- criminally mm-hmm. insane? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he he inspired Witch Haunted Arkham and inspired Arkham Asylum. Yep, exactly. So thank that you that... for giving Layla, that me that was a really good segue. Thank you for giving me that segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like and for every... Christmas that you ride around on. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every but every time I read Color Out of Space, I'm like, oh right, I'm glad that you know this lived on in a way no, that, like, and... most people have no idea that that's where that came from but actually you're you're totally right because one of the creepiest things that i remember from color out of space was how the trees move but even when there's no wind you know yeah. uh and like the animals are mutating fuck it is pretty similar to it this it is similar <laughs> it is and, yeah, yeah 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 and everything grows big but is but but is wrong you know yeah yeah and and the people go crazy and, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So the it's blasted, so hard to, blasted. It's hard to shoot that in film and make it work. I feel like if it's taking place in characters' heads more so than anything else, right? I, I think this movie has the right approach where it uh, it doesn't. It tries to get to the subtlety of how these people would act if they were being affected by those things. Uh, yeah, and does it through like artful shots versus like right. uh, man and, like. And wh- what it implies is a lot more disturbing, like mm-hmm. potentially disturbing. Um, 
because really at the end of the day it's a lot of this is like just kind of how you look at it because so much of this is about fear of change itself um right right and I, I definitely you, you have, leave the theater feeling real weird for one thing mm-hmm. but also feeling like man some people are gonna hate that movie oh <laughs> well, yeah totally yeah. just because it's i was asking, trying to think of... it's asking a lot of you you know, yeah. uh-huh. it's not spoon-feeding yeah. you things, and some people mm-hmm. don't like that. I mean, the damn trailer for Rampage played before this, you know? It did. Like, <laughs> Every trailer for this movie blew, like, in terms of, yeah. like, I was yeah. like, there's no way that this is the type of audience that's going to want to watch any of these movies. Uh, right, yeah. Well, no, 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 did you get the trailer for Hereditary? Oh, Hereditary looks badass. Because holy um, shit, that movie looks great. No, I didn't see that one. Anyway, yeah. no, the Rampage one I didn't even get until like three quarters of the way through. I was like, oh, it's fucking Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, back to this one. So, and I and there's this whole thing in this one about like what a chance occurrence is life. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. God, yeah, that, so that was kind of one of the notes I have here is. Hey. That the change that occurs makes as much sense as biology itself. Right. And, and like, if Ex Machina was, what is humanity? Then this mm-hmm. one is, what is life? Yeah. Yeah. You know. And also, I think it's really important to point out, like, we eventually found out that uh, Ventress had cancer. And there are, like, and that other girl's daughter died of leukemia. Like, they, and right. they... Oh, and it starts with a presentation of what we're looking at are tum- like our cervical cells. tumor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancer. Cells. Yeah, that's a, actually a really good point. So, yeah, good I thought there's like, a whole uh, metaphor for cancer breaking down things and mutating them. Yeah, can- uh, cancer and cell division. It's like it's this interesting like life and death by the same uh, machination or whatever. You know, it's like the same like the thing that gives life is also the thing that can take it away in this yeah. horrible way. Like uh, I thought that was yeah. so poignant and important. I mean, I mean, if she'd uh, Natalie Portman's character had, like lost her husband to cancer, it would be a similar way that he was present in the movie, like in memory and in uh, the in the shape of the pain around it, and he's bleeding, and in you know, uh, like driving him to a, in an ambulance to the hospital, like that same sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that's not what happens in the movie, but it's a similar. It's that the same uh uh realm of feeling i guess as well, dealing with a terminal case yeah uh, yeah i mean this might be going out on a limb a little bit but when i was watching this i thought of the fly a little bit yeah and the whole yeah. like um yeah. how what is left of me what what's yeah where do i end and this other thing begins and in the end of the movie he's like we're all going to go through the telepod together and we'll be one happy organism yeah, like, yeah. Oh, i forgot and, about that yeah and no to me that's the most upsetting but of course like in his mind it's very romantic it's very like yeah let's be a thing together um you yeah. me and the baby um like and and to him it makes sense but also like uh talking about uh the the theme of like cancer in this movie uh i think it's worth noting that cronenberg when he was writing the script for the fly said that he wanted to write it as if um, it was like a love story, but one person gets cancer and is going through this terminal illness and they're dying. And like, that's how he wanted to write their Uh, scenes together. Like after he starts changing. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so yeah, there's this heavy, heavy you, theme of body horror. Did you think to, uh, I, I don't know, probably really reaching. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if anything's reaching at this point. <laughs> no, no, go for it. Well, all so, connected. so when Ventress is, is muttering in the cave um, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have eyes, it, it looks like she's reforming the way that the mimics did. But then when she turns around, she does have eyes, and then she says all the stuff, and then she explodes into this ball of light. Yeah. Do you think maybe the organism did not find her to be an appropriate vessel because she had cancer? Maybe. Oh, it's. I mean, that's and possible. Then, and then when Lena showed up, there was a better choice? I uh, think... Biologically? I... I, I or maybe even like I would go so far as to say like emotionally or yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you know, like psychologically she was the right candidate or something right um yeah yeah no I I, I don't think that's uh, going out on a limb at all because um, she had seen just enough before she explodes into you know her tool video to say yeah <laughs> they're not like us they don't want you know. To yeah, her well, she, little, she she's dies she's, finding it out. Yeah, she's <laughs> they don't she's want stared enough into this abyss to have yeah. this um um I don't know a I don't know she just the uh, oh, well no but, like she had a revelation but she was blind like it's yeah it's like blind to something else about it like the truth yeah. of it. I I do think that their roles. Their, each each person's job going in is very important to how they reacted to the situation. And the fact that she's a psychologist causes her want to want to dig to the core of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think, I don't know, I can't remember the movie, but uh, Gina Davis is in it. And she's a reporter and she talks about how as a reporter, you always, no, no, you try to find the, the core of a story. And uh, if you keep pulling picking it apart eventually you're going to find out it's just kind of a mess like there's nothing at the at the deepest core and uh i do think do you like as what oh go ahead sorry uh like just the fact that she's a psychologist is important to like she wants to dissect mm, uh, a thing that's kind of undissectable right and yeah. it's a similar regrets it it sounds sorry? there sounds like there's regret to her? her i don't know i like I right think at the there's end just... when she when she does the whole annihilation thing, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, just... I don't think so. I think she's just like I get it now, and that's it. Like, like she kind of just like... states it. She's kind of just yeah. like there. You get broken down. This is what but it'll do. Annihilation. That's the way her character is the entire movie. Like she's that person the entire movie. All she does is yeah. like, uh, I have this fact. Here is this fact. I mm-hmm. have this fact. Here is the fact. Like yeah, you're just yeah. you never see her break into any sort of emotional like response to anything. And at at first I thought she wanted to go into the into the shimmer because she was tired of losing people, but that's not the case. No. She's tired of not knowing. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. all she cares about. Uh, and that's uh I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. I I, I do have a things that oh, go ahead. oh sorry. I just just talking about her and her personality. I it's so refreshing to see a movie that is completely female led mm-hmm. and none of them are stupid idiot characters. No, not yeah. not a one. They and are it's really all not. they all have their own depth, they all have their their own 
reasons for acting the way they do. Like yeah. we haven't talked about the fact they're female the entire time. I think that's but, really important. No, no, we, we did. Yeah, we, we talked did. about I mean, it at the, at the start. We mentioned it, but I mean, it's not really important to the movie. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's also a very good point. I yeah. think it's important Ooh. to the movie. You do? Okay. Uh, go. What? What do you mean? Go ahead. Uh, because it's important that they were brought in, maybe not because they're female per se, but but because they're not specifically military gun dudes. Uh-huh. Um, I gotcha. They all know okay. how to handle okay. a gun. That's interesting. But they all are bringing these. Well, and in the book, they don't even have names. They're yeah. the okay. biologist, the you know the physicist. The so okay. The fact that I, I I do think it's important that they're women. Um, but the, yeah, yeah. the only time that it's ever mentioned that like kids are mentioned, it's not an, Oh, I miss my child. It's, it's like, Oh, well this happened to my child and mm-hmm. there were two deaths, her death and the death of who I was. Um, but it's yeah, not yeah. schmoopy. It's not the way right. that we, it's not saccharine in the way we usually see women portrayed. Um, yeah. and yeah, it's also, it's also not were... trying too hard to go the other way. Like, Anya is definitely strong. She's like this strong lesbian character who's, you know, mm-hmm. full of moxie and all this stuff. But it's not mm-hmm. overblown. No, she's no. Still, it's not like, it doesn't go out of its person. way. Yeah. Yeah. And They're like, oh, it's tough as nails. Right, no, she is yeah. a person with her flaws. Um, mm-hmm. And I just... Yeah, no, she was freaking out when that gator was rushing at her. Oh, yeah, like, and I just... Like I really, a human being would do, you know? Right. I, I just really appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like, and also, like, if... And again, if anybody is, you know, like, oh, their acting was flat. No, like, no, they did an amazingly emotional performance for, like, what we understand that this place does to people. Like, it makes you crazy. And the fact that they're holding their shit together for as long as they do is incredible. Right. Like, yeah. Um, I do have a, a, a couple of points here. Okie dokie. Um, I, uh, I just wanted to point out, like, uh, I thought it was pretty significant that the, the meteorite hits a lighthouse. That I think the lighthouse is a significant uh, building. Uh, structure you know i mean you think you think about something that's like it's it's the last uh it, it's something like that exists on the edge of oh, what is things. known yeah. and tangible and understandable it's it, it's on the edge of the wild and it's meant to be as a warning i mean it's meant as a warning yeah right um and that is where the crux of all this deep crazy change is happening Right. When like, it hit the lighthouse and they were going to the lighthouse, I stood up and I was like, Bioshock, anybody? Yeah. Anybody? A bunch of nerds were like, Hell yeah, no, Bioshock. I didn't say yeah. that because that would have been awful. But uh, yeah. And if you're, but talking, yeah, if you're talking games, this was The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I mean, inter- actually, in Bioshock, it really is the parallel between two worlds, also. Mm-hmm. It's used oh, to no, go no. Like, travel yeah. between different universes. So I'll wrap you in a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking game rules. <laughs> yeah, the game's bad. Oh uh, god, it terrifies the shit out of me. So yeah, the the lighthouse. Um, I, I I think it was very deliberate to place that as the crux of the action. But also, the lighthouse itself brought back to something you mentioned earlier, Jeff. 
um, there's a story in Uzumaki that takes place in a lighthouse. Um, oh, okay. And this movie did, like, this story reminded me of Uzumaki uh, quite a bit. Um, uh, Leila, are you familiar with that manga? Uh, I, no. It's so creepy. It's, it's like the, the whole, like, insides right It's a horror manga. It's incredible. Like, uh, like, it's definitely like that is the whole only thing that that guy goes for when he writes these comics is like the it's scene, insane. the feeling of the scene when you cut somebody open and their insides are moving. Yeah, no, and he's really good. He's like really good at like you turn the page and you're like, oh, fuck, what am I looking at? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, But the whole thing of Uzumaki, it's it's a kind of a crazy idea, but basically it's a town that is infected by spirals. Right. Like, um. And that's the plot is that people are slow. They slowly succumb to its spell. They physically change and their bodies mimic spirals. And like, there are people like it, the whole, all the stories center around everything. What's, creepy what's you can the do. lighthouse one? The lighthouse one is like, um, there's a light, this fiery light that shoots out of it. Um, and people are like drawn into it. Um, and they keep finding these like charred skeletons on the inside. It it wasn't one of my favorite stories. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, like I think the creepiest one was the snail people. Ugh. Um yeah, But just a cursory the whole... Google, I kind of wish I hadn't. I know it's <laughs> soups upsetting, right? Uh, just yeah, just look up the snail people one, and that'll Lord. tell you everything you need to know. I know it's so good. Um, but the the point though that I guess that I'm getting at here is that this community. It's not being destroyed. It's being changed. Yeah. Like it's slowly falling under the spell of this weird evil, like that you don't understand what it is, where it came from, how long it's existed even. But yeah, it has that deep cosmic horror um, of just like slowly, eventually the community itself, they physically like form into one another and become this weird spiraled organism like that you know like that's uh, it's definitely something that uh i thought of when i was thinking of this concept of things that reflect upon themselves and weave in and out of one another and yeah right and how it's not necessarily it's not destruction but it's it's terrifying it's a terrifying change right yeah so that that was all i had to say about that i mean other other than that just holy crap i love this movie like it ticked all the boxes that yeah. i wanted it, it it had really good like meaningful uh plot and dialogue and it was beautiful and it had fucking creepy monsters um yeah i love a good I monster really... and this one had several so good good monsters yeah and yeah. uh i'm i'm really happy y'all recommended this so thank you yeah. yeah i'm glad i caught it before it went out of theaters uh, mm -hmm. so. same yeah, I, I went to see it on a, on a total whim. I hadn't, I didn't know anything about it. Um, yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad that uh, y'all were both simultaneously pretty much like go see this movie, and and I did. Yeah. I do have a game yeah. which oh. we could play. Oh, or yeah. not. oh right, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, do it. Uh, <laughs> but Ira has to do the shall we play a game yeah, theme yeah. music if we're gonna play oh. it. Oh. Uh, shall we play a game? Is, is that good? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. I mean, you're supposed to do the whole, like, there's a whole about a nice game of chess. Yeah, okay. But, like, music. 
like it was a remix. Can you do like some dubstepy? Escape from New York. No, that's Assault in Precinct 13. <laughs> Still John Carpenter. Still John anyway, Carpenter. So one of the major nerds. <laughs> one of the big themes of this movie was uh. You were their, talking about Joseph Campbell earlier. I heard you. I know. Was their uh relationship, their marriage, right? Was a uh, front and center in this movie, and I was like, wow, what a really great uh way to use a sci-fi movie. And then I was like thinking about it more and i was like you know a lot of movies have actually kind of explored that and then i uh butchered that up a little bit and i threw it in the blender and i i decided to write some uh taglines uh for romantic comedies of other sci-fi movies so basically i'm gonna read a tagline to a romantic comedy like a, mar- a movie about marriage or something like a couple you know and uh-huh. you have to guess what movie it is oh okay okay, okay. Give it a go. Ready. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to read it in the cheesiest voice I can. Okay. <laughs> the honeymoon is over when this sleeping beauty wakes up to find her new corporate fiance is more interested in a different queen. Uh, it's a real heart riser. Aliens. <sighs> Aliens. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get it now. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Scientologist can't get over his bad breakup and swears he should have seen it coming. Uh, something with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, Tom Cruise movie. Um... This oh, is one report minority report without many minorities. Ah, uh. <laughs> uh, minority report, yeah. yeah okay. Are we liking this game <laughs> yes. or should I just throw it in the Just track? keep going, man, yeah. <laughs> this is tangential to the level. I just want to hear more of your wacky-ass voice. A gang has killed this anti-Semite's family in an Australian wasteland. Mad Max. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Original Mad Max. Okay. Yeah. OG. <laughs> OG, yeah. Regular or menthol, this well-meaning hero is stuck mining a glorified orbiting rock while his wife Moon. and daughter move on. Good. <laughs> Good. I, did you notice <laughs> you that I said... Rockwell doesn't slip on <laughs> me, man. Well-meaning... Glorified rock, <laughs> rock well, eh? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm moving on. How do you fucking sleep at night? I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> they Go tried ahead. to make it work with an otherworldly second honeymoon, but they're both not who they say they are. Consider this a divorce. Uh, total recall. Nice. To the dot to divorce. Shoots her to death. This dreamy pick about a lost love sure is hard to top. Wait, say again. This dreamy pick about a lost love sure is hard to top. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, Inception, you guys. Come on. <laughs> top. Uh, dreamy. Uh, oh, because he had yeah, a top. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, fuck off. Then. Nobody's winning <laughs> this game. <I> guess. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm in the lead. Under the sea, divorced couple gets help with their marriage from an unlikely source. There will be coffee. Bioshock? Wait. Nope. No. <laughs> uh, will be. Come on, we grew up watching this fucking movie, you guys. One more James time. James Cameron. Oh, Abyss. Oh, the Abyss. Abyss. Yeah. <laughs> Under the sea, divorced yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah. There oh, will yeah. be coffee. Yeah, there Come will on. be coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really obvious when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want? Do you not want to continue? You well, guys are groaning continue. quite a bit. Great. No, no, we're, we're <laughs> groaning because we're not picking up on it. 
This lady might be a little desperate. She'll take any dude in a trench coat that says he's from the future. Live Terminator. with me if you want to come. Terminator. <laughs> he thinks it's true love, but she's just using him to kill all the humans and get out of this fucking cell. Things could get a little bumpy. Aliens? No. We already we did, did aliens. aliens. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she's just three. using him to kill all the humans and get out of this fucking cell. Oh, hey, uh, the, the ex machina. Ex machina, uh. correct. <laughs> they both need counseling, but when her psychological manifestations come to life and start beating school teachers to death with hammers, maybe they should shop around for a new shrink. <laughs> the brood? <laughs> the brood. Rob <laughs> <Rupp> Schneider. <laughs> yeah, that's the voice I'm doing all of a sudden. Things were going great for this young scientific couple until he started changing and the flowers that started to bloom weren't very gold. The fly. The fly. <laughs> the <laughs> flowers that started to bloom. <laughs> Jesus, God. Are you Peter Travers from Rolling Stone? What are you doing? In Soviet Russia, you haunt dead wife on a space station. Solaris. <laughs> Solaris. <laughs> that was my favorite one. <laughs> you fucking dipshit. <laughs> Years after her Air Force pilot husband dies, a woman has to deal with her son's latent grief in a giant metal man form. I'm uh, nice. Giant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a hard one. That, that, was, was, hard. Yeah. that was legitimately hard. Good. They may not fall in love, but their marriage of convenience is forged in guzzoline. Mad Max Fury Road? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was so not a romance, but go ahead. I said they may not fall in love. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did say that. Marriage They're the you know, most whatever. not married married couple that you've ever seen. He fell for her because of her quasi-socialist humanitarianism, but when a real Rotwang makes a copy of her as a robot, they may be over for good. Oh, Metropolis? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Rotwang? Oh. Real Rotwang. That's his name? <laughs> Rotwang. Got a bad case of the rot wing. <laughs> That's all I got. That <laughs> I was, was so excited. That was stellar. It was that was really, really good. Really dude. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could redo the posters for all these movies. I feel like I want to. Like I'm so tired right now. It's really late here, but I'm like, nope. I'm gonna fire up the old. Oh photo yeah, shop. Jeez, it probably is really late here. <laughs> yeah, it'd make for every single one. Yep. Good man, that was good. Yep. Very well yeah. played. It was worth it for in Soviet Russia. You yeah. haunt dead wife. You haunt dead wife. <laughs> I still haven't seen Solaris, actually. Uh, oh, it's it's good. It's everybody weird. tells me that. It, it yeah. does feel very similar to Annihilation, actually, in terms of being extremely disoriented throughout the whole thing. Sure, right. sure. Yeah. But given what I know about it, that makes sense. Cool. All right. Well, are we? I mean, we could just think we're... go on and on more even than we have. It was really good. It was like a really awesome, refreshing, cool sci-fi movie to see. So yep. it was the totally. I, I would cannot watch remember leaving a theater being so weirded out to walk into mm -hmm. just normal daylight. Yeah, yeah, right. Totally. Right. I and, was like, "Oh, I'm in on Earth again." <laughs> right, and, and, and I <laughs> oh, felt very I'm disoriented eight. for a while. After seeing mm -hmm. it, um, yeah, and I've thought about it ever since. So, no, I'm I'm really happy we did this then. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And, cool. Uh, so, yeah, may the shimmer bear not haunt your dreams tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it definitely will. <laughs> Help! 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 Oh, God. If, if we get that sound bite, we could close with that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Except then I'm going to be the Cool, just a fun time at the yeah. movies. Do you think yeah. we'll ever genetically engineer creatures that can do that? <laughs> Dude, you know they already exist. Yeah. And people won't give them up because they need them for duck hunting. <laughs> right, right. Pry my topical. You pry my mutated bear out of my cold dead hands. Yep. I think we're done. Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good.